Hello and welcome to Bees Overload. What I wanted to today is um, talk a little bit about Fulham. I, I just don't <laughs> go into Craven Cottage, or should I say Three Point Cottage? <laughs> I I just don't see how they beat us. No, I might be too arrogant. After that Manchester United demolition, I might <clears throat> come back and eat my words. I might have some crow. But I I just don't see how they beat us. Okay. If they would beat us, or at least draw. <coughs> Excuse me. This is how I would see it. First match against a rival. Back up in the Premier League. I, you know, Mitrovic does something crazy. Scores goal. They pull off a one nothing win. But I don't think that's going to happen. Because A, Brentford are taking over Craven Cottage. It's right down the street. Terrible ground. Uh, Fulham are just... I I hate Fulham. Not just because I'm a Brentford supporter. But I hate Fulham because look at who their owners are. You've got Shad Khan, piece of crap. Tony Khan, who is... What is he, director of football? Or executive something... He's just using Daddy's little money to play around with his wrestling promotion. Doesn't care about football. And yes, they got a point at Liverpool. Against Liverpool, I should say. And the point against Wolves. But Wolves isn't that good this year. I mean, now that they have Nunes, we can have a discussion. But I don't see how... Who's going to stop Rico Henry? Who's going to stop Hickey? Who's going to stop Tony Mbomo? And I mean, with De Silva back healthy and the way uh, Jensen's playing right now, they're midfield. So this is how they lined up against uh, Wolves. Let's find it right here. Find it. Where are you? Ah, there you are. So they came out with a 4 2 3 1 with Paulinha, very talented, and Harrison Reed in the middle. Okay, Harrison Reed was good a couple years ago. His time has passed. He's a championship player at best. Got Bobby Reed. Preseason Perlo, Andres Pereira. I mean, there's no one besides Mitrovic on that team that really scares me. Their goalkeeper, Rodic, never heard of him. Klepp kept a clean sheet, but that's good. They got Teti, who, you know, he's a fine defender. Is he... Rico Henry, 
Aaron Hickey levels? No. So, you look at Fulham, and let's see. Let's look at their stats. So they don't, they're not big on possession. I mean, they've only, they've not been above 40 since um, playing Liverpool or Wolves. They average about 40 with Wolves and, let's see, against Liverpool, they were at, let's see, 33. So nothing. They're going to sit back. They're going to try to counter and get the ball to Mitrovic, which again plays into Brentford's hands because Brentford's going to be possession-based and you've got Henry Hickey and that midfield painting the ball forward to Tony and then Bromo. I don't, I don't see a way that Nothing really scares me about Fulham, except for Mitrovic. And, you know, he's usually going to pull out a shickle. That's what he usually does. But even then, I, Brentford has too much firepower. I mean, you look at that midfield. Besides Paulina, can't keep possession. The only reason why they had 40 possessions is because Wolves is also a counter-based team. Duels, not very good, 45%. They concede a lot of corners. They did so in Liverpool and Wolves, which favors Brentford. Nine shots, three of them were on target. That's Mitrovic. One block shot. Now, they like to get inside the box. But, and again, they try to force feed Mitrovic. Sorry about that. Had to work things. So, anyways. They're going to try to force feed Mitrovic for the row. Which, again, Thomas Frank knows about. Which is why I think we come out of 3-5-2 again. Why? Well, because we looked really good. Every time we've gone to three of the back, Leicester and Manchester, we've looked phenomenal. Leicester's how we got those two goals in the comeback because we went three of the back. Then we went um, three at the back against Manchester, and we all saw how that worked out. And I truthfully think Wizza is better as a super sub than a starter. Now, I can have the argument for going 4-3-3, putting Damsgaard or Keen Lewis Potter. I saw someone say that this morning, that... We can either go Damsgaard or Keen Lewis Potter in the 4-3-3. I still think our best formation is the three in the back. It's just, it works. And sure, against Fulham, we want to run up the score. The four at the back might work. But 
I think the three at the back, in terms of Mitrovic shutting him down with Ben Mee, Pontus, and uh, Rorsliv, I, I don't see how you don't go three at the back here. Um, and especially with the way De Silva, Jensen, and Norgard have been playing. You gotta keep them. And the fact that Hickey and Rico shine with three at the back when they're out wide, that is something we need to go to. Now, of course, we've seen it backfire before. Well, we weren't healthy. We didn't have Ivan Tony. We didn't have Raya. So... I think three at the back, especially for someone who's just going to try to force the ball into their best striker in Mitrovic, I think you go three at the back. Because I think Ben Mee and Pontus and Rorslev are just going to feast on Mitrovic. All you got to do to stop Fulham is stop Mitrovic. There's no one else that's scary on that team. That's all you have to do is stop Mitrovic. You do that and you're good. You're golden. I mean, again, when you go look at their goals against Liverpool, where did it come from? Mitrovic. And Mitrovic and Tete. Well, you put three at the back they won't be able to cross the ball in. And that's what Wolves said. Wolves had the their Johnny and um let's see who Wolves used last week. Wolves had um Kilman and Ethan Collins out there. And they contained Mitrovic. Then they put in uh, Johnny. Johnny helped contain Mitrovic too. I mean, you could argue that Wolves went for the back and it worked, but Liverpool went for at the back against him and couldn't stop Mitrovic. So I think three at the back with me, Vorslev, and um, Pontus. Rashford, and even though he's crap. Trashford and Cristiano and Jaden Sancho are a lot more terrifying than the attacking forwards of Fulham. Let's be honest, even Fulham fans will say, yeah, we, we would take Cristiano and Sancho and Rashford over everyone except for Mitrovic. There's no other real power there. There's no other threat. Fulham play in a style that is, again, more counter-attacking. But they can see two goals to Liverpool. And it was Darwin. And it was... Let's see who scored. Who also scored. I know Nunes scored. 
and uh, Sela. So now you've got Mbwamo and Tony. And I and you've got possibly Wizza and Damsgard coming off the bench. And King Lewis Potter. Like, we have so many tools. I don't know how Thomas Frank's going to line up. I personally would go three at the back. Because I think that's our best formation, and I think that really helps our midfield. And Fulham's midfield is poor. They have Andres Pereira playing as an attacking mid. And Pereira's trash. If you've ever seen him play outside of the preseason, he's not good. So you've got Harrison Reed, who's been there for eternity. I remember when Harrison Reed was a prospect. Didn't work out for him. Still at Fulham. And you've got uh, Paulina. Now, Paulina is going to get marked by Jensen. Just like how Erickson was. Paulina's going to get marked by Erickson. I mean, by Jensen. And I don't see how Fulham can counter it. Now, luckily, you have a manager who's not going to try to force feed someone into the sixth role. You've got, they're going to line up in a 4-2-3-1. That's their formation. Silva's formation, he loves that. He's used it every time he's been relegated. And three-point cottage is going to be rocking. But look at the history. Have we, we haven't dropped points we haven't lost in what, 17 matches there? Something bizarre I saw this week. Some crazy stat where we haven't dropped anything at Fulham in like 17 matches. Maybe 16. We haven't lost. So, again, you look at how this team is run, and let's be honest here. Who would you rather have? Marco Silva, who always gets relegated, who flopped at Everton, who's a horrible manager, has flopped everywhere he's been. Or would you like Thomas Frank? I'll take Thomas Frank, please. And as I was saying earlier, Look at the cons. The cons are the worst. Okay, I know Manchester United want to talk about Glazers out, Glazers out. Liverpool, they were earlier not being so kind to FSG. And now that's starting to boil up again. I, I see on Twitter and other websites. Cronkies, I think the cons are right up there. Name your worst owner. Andrea Radrazani at Leeds. Name your worst owner. And I think the cons are right up there. I mean, you had Tony Khan last time Fulham were up two years ago. Saying, oh, we're okay being a yo-yo club. That's their expectation. 
And when you look at their transfer window and you look at who their manager is and you look at everything that surrounds this club, they're a yo-yo club. They're a joke. They are a joke. So I do not fear Fulham at all. I think however Thomas Frank lines us up, I think you got to trust in Frank. You got to trust in Thomas. And this is why I titled this episode Second Season Syndrome. I still see people. In fact, I retweeted it and I quote tweeted it the other day. Sports bet or some sports betting company I tweeted oh matches um, matches Brentford won without Christian Eriksen in the Premier League 6 of 27 matches they won with Christian Eriksen 7 of 11 Okay, they're still bringing up Christian Eriksen. That's the perception that Brentford have. That, oh no, we were a one-man team last year. Never mind that Raya is back. And he came back. And we got better. Never mind Tony was injured. Came back, we got better. (laughs) Did Christian help? Yes, of course he helped. There's no denying that. Was he a one-man team? No. Oh, why are you pulling him? Christian, Christian, what's the score? What? Why are you acting like that? It's ridiculous. There's still this perception that Brentford is your Sheffield United, your Leeds United last year. I mean, I, I, I fully admit I love Marcelo Bielsa, but he was too stubborn. What's the chief complaint about Thomas Frank? That he's too flexible sometimes. That he takes these pieces and like a roar slev. Maybe Azanka. Maybe Azanka will play. Who knows? But he takes these pieces and he tries to fit them in. And he messes up and he... Starts again. He's a mad scientist. He looks like a mad scientist and he manages like a mad scientist. So he will not pull a Bielsa. He will not pull a Chris Wilder. Where they're, oh, this is my style. This is how I play. You'll figure it out. I'll beat you one year. And then the next year, I won't adjust at all. And you will figure me out. Happened to Wilder, happened to Bielsa. It's not going to happen to Thomas Frank. Why? Thomas Frank, eh? Understands the Premier League. He's been at Brentford for four years as an assistant manager. No. Five or six years, excuse me. Manager for 
assistant under Dean Smith for, what, five or six years at the club? He understands these players. He's developed them. He understands the system. He changes. He adapts. He does everything. So when you have a man like Thomas Frank in charge, he's not going to be as stubborn as Bielsa with his high pressing constantly. No, Thomas is going to adjust. Yes, he's going to press. And he's going to overrun that full of midfield. But he's not going to... He makes these little tweaks, little adjustments. Playing Hickey and Rorslev together. Little adjustment. Might work, might not. Going the three back at Leicester. It's these little adjustments that will save us from second season syndrome. And the fact of the matter is that we've had one of the best transfer windows, probably the best transfer window we've ever had. Hickey, phenomenal. Damsgaard's going to be great. Um, ba- excellent backup goalkeeper. Keen Lewis Potter looked like a weapon when he came on against Leicester. And you add that to the talent we've had. Norgard. Jensen. Rico. Mbwemo. Tony. De Silva's back. De Silva, again, you want to classify that as a new signing? Excellent. I would. And, oh, oh, he won't score, and his XG, da 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 I'm so sick of the XG guys on Twitter. Bashing Josh De Silva. Oh, lucky goals, lucky goals. Fuck off. De Silva's going to have a field day in that midfield. Just like he did against Manchester United. Him and Norgard are perfect together. Now be it Jensen or Damsgaard. Either one. But you look at the talent we have. Who beats, like, look at, with the talent we've had in the transfer window we've had. And you look at Sheffield United transfer window when they went down. Who'd they bring in? Sanderberg. One signing. One big prominent signing. Okay. What happened with Leeds last year? They bring in Dan James and Ferpa. Terrible signings, both of them. But big money. We operated so intelligently in this market. You have to give it up for Phil Giles. He knew exactly what the plan was coming in. And he and Thomas and Varney... They did a great job adding. And that's why we will finish top half this year. I'm predicting it. Eighth, maybe ninth. Because we have this core and we only added to it intelligently. And we have a manager who is very flexible. Again, probably too flexible for his own good sometimes. 
But that's the mystique and the beauty of Thomas Frank, my beautiful Danish manager. So you've got people still saying, oh, Brentford's Brentford, they'll go down, blah, blah, blah. They clearly haven't watched. They clearly haven't watched the Bs. And and the fact that we have a B team who we can go in, pull out talented players. I mean, God. NYC is killing it at Wimbledon. But we forgot all these talented players. And according to Brentford sources, Lyle, mostly, we're not done. We're still looking at Murdoch and um, Shade, or Shad, from uh, Freiburg. So, we're adding to it. And this is why I don't believe this second season syndrome. To say that Brentford will experience a second season syndrome is lazy journalism. But it is the UK, and it is the US. We all know how journalists act. But to say that, oh, Ericsson was the only reason, and you can't keep playing this style in the system. What style and system? The one that's been effective. The one that our manager constantly adapts because he's clever, because he's smart. We've got the Ericsson region in Damsgaard. So, and he might not even come off the bench, given how well Jensen's been playing. So, I just wanted to go on a little tangent about that. Because it's, it's true, truly stupidity. It's true stupidity. Now, minor predictions, um, I'm going to go 3-5-2. Raya and goal. Orslev as right center back. Pontus in the middle. Ben is left center back. Rico on the left. Jensen, Norgard, Da Silva, Hickey, and Buemo, and Tony. All right, basically the same lineup against Manchester United. What would I like to see? Um, two, two nothing, maybe two one with a late Mitrovic goal to give them hope. But I'd like to see Wizard come off the bench again. I'd love to see King Lewis Potter and uh, Tamsgard actually get minutes. I would love to have seen Tamsgard against Manchester United. But he went with Ondeka, which is fine. Um, hopefully Baptiste gets a few more minutes. We're in a position to get Baptiste minutes. So again, prediction, 2-1. Bees.